What's up? This your man, D-Will the Coach, here on behalf of Real Talk Tees. Real Talk Tees is for the players, geniuses, and bosses. For those who hustle, for the fresh, and for the iconic. Real Talk Tees is urban, affordable, vintage t-shirts to help you express yourself. So visit realtalktees.bigcartel.com to order yours today. So how about this? You got a specific mood in mind? Custom orders are available also to help you and yours stand out. So visit realtalktees.bigcartel.com where what's real lasts forever. We're brothers, we're happy and we're singing and we're colored. Give me a high five. What up, what up, what up, and welcome to another episode of the Eyeball Podcast. I'm your host, Derek Williams, also known as D-Will, the coach, and I'm here with my co-host, my big brother, Brian Williams, a.k.a. Coach Chill Will. What up, Chill? What's good, everybody? Good? Yes, sir. Another day, another dollar inside the Eyeball Radio Studios. Y'all know what it is, but B, I'm going to be honest with you, bro. I'm going to be honest with you. I ain't too happy, right? Right? Like, like this is ain't going to... I can't even pretend to act like... I'm in a joyful, joyous mood when it comes to the state of basketball around what I see nowadays. Yeah. Right? Like, like I I can't fake the funk. I can't, what they used to call, fronting and flogging. Like, I ain't good at that. I wear everything on my sleeve. You know what my attitude is. And I'm going to be honest with you. I'm pissed off. And it's not because of one in particular reason. It's because of a couple of them. So I'm just going to be honest. It's going to be a... A mad episode from Coach D. Will. So if I'm, if it's chill, I'm gonna be that guy. All right, I'm gonna be that guy today because it's so many things that just simply have me pissed the hell off. Because the game of basketball in the state of Alabama and in the entire country is failing. It's failing in so many ways, and it frustrates me to see because it, it in my opinion, is easily fixed. You can easily rectify some of these issues that are glaring throughout high school and college basketball. But for some reason, for some odd reason, we just refuse to do it. Yeah. We refuse to do it. So, man, I'm, I'm going to tell y'all. I'm going to be an asshole this, this episode because that's just how I feel. I'm not, in the, I'm not in the greatest of moods because I'm sick of seeing stuff. Right? And we're going to go through a couple of those things in this episode. I'm just going to be all over the place. Right? I don't even got nothing... Chill, you looking in front of me? I always got a pad in front of me, right? And I'm right. I ain't got nothing in front of me. Because I don't even care to look at nothing on the paper. <laughs> Just being honest. So let's jump into it. First and foremost, you sent me something last week, right? And I know, y'all, the intro music's still going, but I don't give a damn. Right? You sent me something last week. And we talk about this quite often. We've referenced this quite often, right? I don't think we had, we may have had a couple, couple episodes we talked about, it, right? But I know we've referenced it several times. And I am so sick. And I know this happens everywhere, but we're here in the state of Alabama, so I see it more often. I'm so sick of somebody waking up one morning and say, oh, I'm going to be a trainer or a coach. Oh, I'm going to be, and I know that, I might have mentioned this several times here recently because we're in the AAU season. And AAU is flooded with just that. 
Somebody who wakes up and say, hey, this is what I do. I'm going to be a coach. I'm going to be a trainer. I'm going to be the guy that helps guys get scholarships to college. Bro. Bro. You have absolutely nothing to do with the game. You have absolutely no idea how to teach the game. Just because you go buy a couple bands and some tires and you play some turf inside of a warehouse don't make you a damn trainer. Right. It don't make you understand what it takes to be good at the game of basketball. Yeah. But our game is the only game where people wake up and they damn start training and people actually put credence in what the hell they're doing when they have no idea what the hell they're doing. Yeah, man. We just got to figure out. Like I told you, man, we just got to continue to do the work that we're doing and build relationships, continue to build relationships with people at work, man. But like you say, it's 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 overload. Hey, man, hold on. Stop. And I told y'all I'm all over the place. And we're going back to that word you just said. And we always talk about how important it is to build relationships, right? To build relationships. What is the hell is the point in building a relationship? If the other side of the relationship don't listen to what the hell you say. You just got to keep talking. If you're not listening to what the hell I'm saying, what type of relationship is that? It's one-sided. It's a one-sided relationship, yeah. right? Yeah. I'm helping you, but you're doing nothing to help me. But we see a lot of that in this game. And it pisses me off because you will go take the advice of somebody who has no idea, who just woke up this morning, rolled out of bed, and said, I'm going to go coach AAU. You will take the advice of that person that you've never met. You have no idea who they are, what their background is, but you will take their advice about something and do that blindly when I'm sitting here telling you and showing you what the hell it is you need to do. I think everybody's just trying to find a way to connect and, and get what they're trying to get out of the deal. What the hell are you trying to get? I'm trying to give you what it is you're looking to get. I'm right here handing it to you. Yeah, but maybe, maybe, maybe I feel the guy that's actually, you know, we're you all connected. Buy, you're trying, yeah. but you don't have I, an answer I, for I, it. I'm trying to give you an answer. I'm trying, I'm trying it's to not play the one. other side of the street. It's, and you can't. Yeah. The other side of the street is being dug up with construction. It's being worked on. You can't answer it because it's absolutely insane. And the thing is, I'm going to get real personal. I'm talking about us. Yeah. How do y'all not listen to what we're telling you? Yeah. You, even if you don't know, right, maybe you're oblivious. Now, there's a lot of college coaches out there. I don't know. I don't know all the college coaches. Right. It's, it's four to five to six college coaches on every staff in America on every level. I don't know all of them, nor do I care to. But the ones I do know that I talk to regularly, right, on, a, on occasion, yeah. right, why the hell ain't y'all listening? You'll go listen to Joe Blow and call me and be like, who's Joe Blow? I'm like, I don't know who that is. I don't know that guy. I've never talked to him. I've never seen him before. However, you're taking advice from him about this kid, and I told you that kid can't play. I told you that. He's not that level. But you're calling me saying, well, I think, because get out, man, shut the hell, get off my phone, man. Yeah. That, now, that's, that's what I be wanting to tell a lot of them right now. You know what I'm saying? I just want to tell them, man, why, why are we even having a discussion? Right. Because you're not listening to what I'm telling you. And you're running all over the place, running behind fool's gold. 
And it's salesmanship, man. Yeah, that's all it is. I guess the guy on the other end of the phone is doing a better job of selling his product. Hey, listen, I guess um, you don't respect what I do. And I listen, I said this a minute ago, and I didn't finish my statement. I don't give a damn if you know me or respect what I do. I don't care. Because we're going to do this regardless. It's, the work will get done. We're going to be in gyms. We're going to see kids. We're going to get on this microphone and talk about it. And re- very, 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 very soon, we're going to be on the camera so you can watch us. But, I mean, when you, when you look around and look at the state of college basketball and, like, you're talking about AAU basketball, for the most part, it's bad. It's really bad. And, and it's bad because people are taking information from bad sources. Mm-hmm. So that's why it's bad. That, now, that's the best answer you've probably given so far in this episode. That's, that's why it's bad. That's why it's bad. And here's the problem, Bree. You're able to tell me why it's bad, but you, you struggle to tell me anything good about it. You feel what I'm saying? Like, and, and, and we're not negative people on this show. Y'all, y'all listen to us. We show love. Each and every week, we're on here giving game and showing love. We're giving y'all game that helps you get to the next level. Right. We're sharing. We're sharing our knowledge of what it takes to get there. Now. For the college coaches, high school coaches that listen. If you're not going to listen to what I'm telling you, stop damn asking. Stop asking. Like, I don't know. You're you ain't getting no cloud off my back. I don't come on the microphone and mention your name. So ain't neither one of us getting nothing out of it. So if it's going to be a relationship, you're gonna, you need to listen to what the hell I'm saying. I'm not just going to keep feeding you information that goes absolutely nowhere. Yeah. What's the point? You asked me about a kid. I told you about it. I said, hey, that's you. You need to go get that. Coach, you need to sign him immediately. Then you call me back two weeks later talking about the same damn kid. Bro, I told you to go get him. Yeah. We on to the next. You need another one? I got another one. Go get that one. But, but you know what? You, you, you know one part of the game that I hadn't quite figured out yet that I'm, 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 I'm going through mm-hmm. is how the assistant coaches are the ones, the main ones that are really on the road using their eyes to say this kid can play or not play. Mm-hmm. All right? But when you have a lot of conversations with them, they say that it has to go through the head coach. And I understand that, right? Yeah, we know that dynamic. But the head coach is not the one that's really going out day in and day out and seeing the guy produce. But based off the guys that you are signing, somebody's making the call. Somebody's called making the call. So I, I think a lot of it is – like, like we say when we talk about relationships, because we talk about that a lot, I think you guys are valuing the opinion of somebody where maybe you got a guy that was next level years ago mm-hmm. because we talked about this oh, now. I, I was ready to go there later yeah, on, but we, we can go there now. Yeah, we talked about years ago, mm-hmm. and now you're still trying to say, um, let me continue to tap in with this guy because maybe he may bring me somebody else down the line. Like, listen, it, coaches giving you players might be a one and done. Mm-hmm. So you might have to just say, you know what, Coach, you did a good job with this guy, but I hadn't gotten anybody from you in a while, so let me go find somebody else to say, let me get somebody from. Right. 
And I think I think that's what's going on. Coaches are just hey, maybe maybe they got a good one or 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 the staff. Remember when we had when we were over at Lanier, I had junior colleges calling me about my top two guys. Mm-hmm. When I was saying like, man, why are y'all calling me about these two guys when I got three guys back here mm-hmm. that you guys can really recruit and get and can help you win games? And the coach told me, man, my coach don't even want to look at that. So maybe that's the situation that's going on. Now that you said that, let's jump into it. These college assistant coaches, I'm starting not to – well, I can't say starting. I don't like y'all ass. Like, I'm just going to keep it 100. I don't like the, I don't like the language that you come with. Let I don't, me say that. I, I don't not, like that language. Okay, you can say that. I yeah. don't like them. <laughs> I just don't like them, right? I don't like the position that you carry with the approach that you take, Right? Some of y'all act as if since you got a job on a staff that you know a lot, that you're the end-all, be-all of what a kid is going to be, right? Like, like I don't like – I'm not saying it's, it's arrogance, but it's conceitedness. Does that, is that a word? Yeah. Okay, we'll make it one. Today we will. Exactly. But to be so conceited in saying, oh, coach, yeah, on that kid, I know better than you about that kid. Right? Like, I, I don't like him. And the thing that gets me is the I don't like him. Who cares about you? Like, like it's not about you. It's about the university and the program. It's not about what you like. It's about can they help me? And I think guys get lost in the can you help me to the I, meaning I know better. I saw this kid in the eighth grade. In the eighth grade, he was the best eighth grader in his area I had seen. He was incredible in the eighth grade. Right. Ninth grade, I watched him. Ninth grade, tenth grade. His production wasn't there. But he still was looking like the kid I saw in the eighth grade. What I saw in the eighth grade was good enough for me to hold on food for a couple years. Here it is. Ninth grade, 10th grade, 11th grade, 12th grade. Eh. But everybody still loves everything that they saw from them back when they were in eighth grade. So they're still enamored on eighth grade them, not 12th grade them. Okay. Things happen, kid ends up, kids end up going to other schools, didn't come to you, you ended up not getting him. You might have got a job somewhere else, or you might be in the same position that you're in. And the kid ends up a transfer portal. Listen, this kid has not played in one, two, three, four years. Yeah. Like they have been, been on a roster. Been on a roster. But hasn't had any time. Any time, any production, any numbers worth looking at. Right. That kid enters transfer portal. You're going to turn around and tell me that you're at a school and the first person you go recruit is that kid. Yes. That's happening. Please explain to me what you've seen over the last five years that tells you you should still be recruiting this kid. Please under And listen, the answer you give me is the BS. I'm not trying to knock nobody's opportunity. 
Everybody, what we say all the time, B. Everybody deserves an opportunity. Even if you don't deserve it, yeah. you deserve it. Right. It's for you. Right. We say that all the time. Right. So don't get us twisted. But my thing is, what tells you? I, 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 I'm not even going to ask the question. I'm just going to answer it. How about that? You're trying to do because well, <laughs> I'm trying not to curse in the middle of what I'm saying, and I'm trying to get it right. Right. I want I don't want people to be confused. I'm trying to elevate a pitch you on what I'm trying to say right now. So you get it off the bat. That way I say I don't want to answer. Ask the question. I'm just going to go ahead and answer it and give you the answer that I'm thinking of. Right. So what you're trying to do is. Show your coach, head coach, whatever, what you just said. That you're able to recruit. But what it is, you actually suck at your job. You don't. You can't evaluate talent. So what you're doing is reverting back to what you saw and what you think was good years ago. You're not even evaluating the talent from today. You're just saying, oh, I got this kid here. Coach, look what I can bring you. Coach, you get the kid there, and you're like, damn, this kid can't play. But, see, that's a lot of the transfer portal right now. That's what the transfer portal is. Yeah, it's, it's full of those kids. It's full of those kids who were good early. Yep. And now that they went to two or three colleges and, like you said, hadn't been producing, they're the guys that's in the porter. They're the old guys. But they are the guys that are getting all of the attention. All the attention. And like you said, that's why high school kids are struggling. That's why uh, preps, some prep school kids are struggling. Juco's. Juco kids are struggling because these are some of the kids who maybe started to develop a little later. Yep. Past when you saw them – on the AAU circuit. Like I right. say, if a kid paid for a certain AAU team back in the day and you were out recruiting, right. you're still saying, hey, that kid is a certain level. Right. And that kid has been in college basketball and showed you he's not that level. He's not that level. But you've seen another kid that maybe you didn't really see on an AAU circuit you're not familiar or with. Or you dubbed not that level. Or you dubbed not that level. And he went to a school and he's playing and he's in the portal and you're not looking at what he's got going on. <sighs> you understand what I'm saying? So – I feel you, man. I, I mean, I don't I've, – I've said for a long time I don't understand what coaches really do when it comes to recruiting. Remember I told you I went to the NCAA event mm -hmm. 2020. Right. And majority of the coaches that were in the building, it's really just a vacation for them. That's all it is. You know bro. what I'm saying? They're just running around. They got this big list. You know, you got the top 50. You got the top 100. Every Everybody's crowding to the gym. Right. To watch kids that they cannot get. They can't That's recruit. what kills me about the smaller schools. Right. You are running to the gym and you're sitting with North Carolina and Duke and Alabama and Florida. But this is what I've noticed. It's not about going out recruiting. Mm -mm. They're out trying to build relationships for the next situation to try to get on a staff. Mm -mm. They're not trying to bring players. Nope. I'm trying to build a relationship with this coach over here because he may be a head coach or he's in a situation, and I'm trying to get on that staff, and I'm trying to get my money up. Hey, listen, B, what did dude tell us uh, uh, last summer? Bro, uh, I'm not – listen, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm working so hard to sign Greedy so I can show – that I can sign big-time talent. But like I say, but then you leave. But, no, but listen, he told me. Yeah. I'm doing – if I sign him, this is going to get me a job. Right, right. If I sign him here, this is going to get me a job there. But when I go there, you I don't. Still I don't get him. I don't come get him. So tell me what's going on. But see, I'm just – but listen, coaches do the same thing with offers, though, bro. Mm -hmm. Everybody's out here playing that game. Right. Everybody's out here playing the game to move to the next level. And see, that's what you that's what players 
and and the team of people need to start understanding man when you got a, a vested interest in something you got to make sure you're continuing to feed their mental to say man you got to do what you need to do because everybody else around you is doing what they need to do yep right and we're all in this world going to use each other to, for advancement or work right but you can't let somebody abuse you you can't man you listen if it is something that you do if it's something that you do do that you got to do it. You got to do it. Or sit down. Or sit down. I'm, but when you give me an opportunity, I'm going to do what I do. I don't give a damn what you tell me. Right. I don't care what you say. This is what I do. When I get on the court, I'm comfortable with doing this. Now, listen, are you going to have ample opportunities to do that? Maybe not. But when you get it, you better go at it. Man, you got to. You got to. Because everybody is positioning themselves for the next situation. Period. Everybody. Every single person in this game is positioning. From head coaches to assistant coaches to players to parents. To ADs. ADs. Everybody. Presidents. Everybody. Chancellors. Board of trustees. Everybody is positioning. Listen, the surgeon, the um, the uh, team doctor, he trying to get from uh, this lower level school to a high level school. Yeah, man. Everybody's positioning for the next level. Right. So my thing is, you can't coast, young fellas. No. You can't coast and say, oh, I'm good. They're going to come get me. No, the hell they ain't. Because the assistant coach is going to go and grab somebody else. He's going to go grab somebody else. He's going to go grab somebody else. He's going to grab somebody that he loved five years ago. And that person still has not developed. You saw him play on the EYBL circuit, and you fell in love with him. They went somewhere else. You weren't able to get him. They enter the portal, that's the first person you go off <laughs> And they've been in crazy. college unproductive for however many years. That's crazy, bro. Like, what sense does that make? I just don't get that part. And then you, got, then you had the audacity to sit there and say, oh, yeah, I'm going to pass on that. And then I look and you go get that? Yeah. Poor stop. Yeah. Yeah, it's a lot of that going on. Boy, stop. But like, but like I say, you <laughs> coaches are uh you seen all the movement that's going on this year. You yeah. see all you see all the uh people who are at levels because I think at some point everybody wants to run a program also. But you see guys stepping away from head jobs going to take assistant jobs at higher levels. Mm -hmm. They're taking they're walking away from head jobs at a level to go take assistant jobs at another level. At a higher level, because they're probably making the same thing. You feel what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So uh, I just think players need to make sure that they're putting themselves in position to do what they do. And it's crazy that we're saying this because as coaches, we like to say, man, we want, we want the, the team guy. Man, mm -hmm. the team guy's getting left behind. Yeah. Yeah. In like, today's game. I'm going to tell you what the team guy is now. The team guy is the guy that was the guy before they got to that team, and the coach got him to that team and turned him into a team guy. Yeah. Right, right. I know you can go out and do this. However, I need you to be this. Yeah. Right, mm -hmm. right. I, I'm not going to go get the team guy and bring the team guy in to be a team guy. No. No, I'm going to go get the guy, yeah. bring him in with some more other the guys who may be more of the guy, and I'm going to make them the team guy. 
However, I know at some point when I put them on the floor, they have an opportunity and they have it within them to go be the guy. Yeah, they have the ability. They have the ability to go be the guy. Yeah. That's what I'm recruiting. Yeah. So I'm going to tell y'all, young fellas, listen to me. They're not coming to recruit you if you're just playing the right way. Period. They don't want – they want you – listen – that's the spill they're going that's to the give spiel. you. I want a kid that's playing the right way, team. They don't want that. They're shit. not recruiting that at all. They're not recruiting. Period. That. You're not getting an opportunity by being the guy that plays the right way. No, sir. Now you can play the right way and still average thirty. Yeah. And then they're coming to get the guy that plays the right way. But guess what? They don't care that you play the right way. They're coming because you got thirty. That's all. So here's the thing. I'm not telling you to be not a team guy, selfish uncoachable, any of those things. I'm telling you, you better go get yours. You got to be a little selfish, though. You better go get yours. I remember I remember when I went um, when I left Bama and went to my first spot over in uh, ATL, USBL, OUSBL days. Mm-hmm. And dude, uh, I ended up getting cut off that squad first time. But dude, like, man, you got a lot, of, lot with you. But you got to learn to be a little selfish in this game. Mm-hmm. So guys who can really play and get it done, man, be selfish. Be out there for yourself. Man, you got to Play be. for the name on the back because that's what matters. Play for the name on the back of the jersey. Because you know how to play for the name on, on the back and help your team win games. Listen, if you're playing for the name on the back, that means you're giving maximum effort. You can't play for the name on the back without playing for the name on the front. It's not possible. Yeah. Now, am I saying go be a bad teammate? That's not what we're saying. It's the whole see, – see, people will misconstrue. They're going to go cut this and say, oh, D-Will, the coach, and Coach Chill, Will out there telling guys to go be bad players, go be bad teammates. No, the hell we ain't. Stop that's, lying. That's not what we're saying. We, hey, listen, and let me, before I get off and back what I'm talking about, I hope – don't let me lose my thought. What are we talking about? Being a good teammate. Yeah. Remember that for me because I'm finna go off on something. We know y'all ass out there cutting our videos and cutting our sound and sending it out to say certain things, Right? We're in this business because we understand context. A lot of y'all don't understand context. So when you cut the videos, I just got a suggestion for you. Because I want you to continue to cut and send out. I love that. Whether you hate me or not, I love it. Thank you. Continue. But here's what I'm going to tell you. At least when you cut the video, cut out the part where I'm actually contradicting what it is you say I'm saying. Right. If you say I'm saying this, don't leave in the part where I go back and say that I didn't say that. Right. Meaning don't go cut the part that we just said without putting this part in. Right. So what was I talking about? Being, being a little selfish. Being a little selfish. Yeah. You got to go get yours because you can't play for the name on the front without playing for the name on the back and vice versa. If you go out there and you're playing for your family name. That, in turn, is going to make the name on the front of that jersey more successful. Man, it's just the game has changed. It's so many like, – like, like we talk about NBA basketball, mm-hmm. right? And we grew up in the era of the 90s. Mm-hmm. And you kind of ripped the 90s last night. You like players just aren't the same. It's way more players. But hopefully people hear that. It is way more players now that can actually play and get the opportunity to play. Mm-hmm. So if you're a guy that's just going to sit middle of the road and kind of blend in, you will get left out. You know what I'm saying? Just just being a good basketball player 
doesn't carry the same weight that it used to carry 10 years ago, 15 years ago. Nope. You got to show I can separate from the group. I can dominate from the group because, bro, they'll just throw you overseas. They'll throw you in the G League. Or you just won't be playing basketball anymore. It, your career will you, be over. You see what I'm saying? So you can be – there are a lot of very good basketball players not playing basketball anymore because they could not figure out how to get it done at a level where people wanted to continue to bring them to this spot. Whereas some kids that's not so good, but their mentality is such mm-hmm. – I'm going to just give you what it is every single time I touch, and those guys are getting opportunities. Listen, it's guys out there, I, I get on this bike and say, oh, they can't shoot, but they're playing at the highest level. Yeah. I, it's guys out there, oh, man, they, they can't guard. Oh, they, can't, they can't fight their way out of a wet paper bag. They can't guard nobody, yet they're playing on a higher level. You know why? Because what it is that they can do, they make sure they go out there and do that. And they do that. They do that. At a very high level, right? If you are a guy that can run a team from the point guard position, you can distribute, you can set guys up, you can get everything organized, you can guard the defensive end. But if you can't score, you won't play. I don't care how good you are. What's the boy name from um, Kansas State? Noel. Yeah. If he couldn't, if he wasn't getting buckets, yeah. I don't give a damn if you're getting twenty and six. Yeah, nobody would playing. care. Nobody would care. Nobody's caring. Yeah. You won't play. Right? Like, like if Mark Sears wasn't getting 18 a game, nobody would care. You're right. I don't care how well he runs a team. I don't care how good he sets up he his team. He never would have came from Ohio. He never would have left Ohio. Yeah. If he wasn't given, if he wasn't getting conference player of the year consideration in the, uh, whatever conference that Ohio's in, if he wasn't doing that there, he wouldn't have never been at Bama. And if he don't go to Bama and get buckets like he did this year, he's not getting off the bench for one. And for two, he's not declaring for the NBA draft. Yeah. It's all because he's getting buckets. He might get to the next level and not get any buckets. But guess what? He's there. Right. He's made it. Right. And the coach knows at any given moment that beast that's inside of him that I saw can come out. Who was the who was a perfect example of that just the other night? Celtics. J.D. Davidson. Oh no, Peyton no. Pritchard. Peyton Pritchard. Yeah, Peyton Pritchard. None of the stars played. None. This was this was your turn to go. Yeah. Here you go. And he goes to get a triple double. Come on, man. You understand what I'm saying? You gave me my opportunity. And based off how the game goes, if Peyton Pritchard gets any playoff minutes with Tatum and um Brown? Brown. He won't shoot a shot. Won't get a bucket. He won't shoot a shot. And but, the reason he won't get a bucket because you're not going to get an opportunity to get a bucket because the way the game is played, throw the ball over here. Mm-hmm. All right? So what we're saying is, young fellas, to even try to get to that level, and you say this all the time, you got to dominate the level that you're on. Better. And if you're not dominating the level that you're on, if you're just fitting in, I don't need another fit-in guy at this level. Not at this level. I need a guy who's going to stand out because when you come here, you may or may not get the opportunity to dominate because we might take you through something just to try to fill you out in practice. Oh, he can't get it done. We'll go to the next. Yep. Just by challenging you in practice to see how much dog you really got in you. Are you going to buck the system? Right. Are you going to be a little little arrogant? Right. Hey, listen. I'm Are you just going to fall in line? I'm going to tell you like this. As many as the as much as coaches might deny this statement I'm about to make, 
I guarantee it's true. 100% true. A coach would much rather a kid buck back than not buck at all. True story. I would rather get into arguments, shouting matches, curse out matches with you on a daily basis than me go at you every day and you never say a word. Yeah. I e Laron saw you. Me and Laron saw you bumped heads forever, but I knew come game time. He was getting a 30 Hey, ball. listen, I'm coming at your neck. And listen, it might be in spite of yeah, me. I'm coming at your neck. But the thing is, I don't want Boy, I'm gonna say the bad word. Yeah. I don't want cats in the doghouse. Yeah. True. I don't need that. Yeah. I don't need no cats in the doghouse. Right. And a lot of times, a lot of you guys are cats in the doghouse. If a coach says something to hey, you, hey man, if the coach says something to you, remember that. That's got to be the the the, the title of this show. <laughs> I don't want cats in the doghouse. No cats bro. in the doghouse. Man, listen, go back. <laughs> go back, man. It's on you, bro. Ain't no cats in the doghouse, hey, B. Man. Because the thing is, man, imagine this. If I'm at you, right? Yeah. Sometimes I, I, I did this as a coach, and I know you have. Yeah. I've seen you do this. I've seen you go at a kid for absolutely no apparent reason. No reason. Just today, I'm about to single you out. Yeah. And I'm about to go at you. Every single thing you do, I'm nitpicking. All day. You might, dude, you might not touch, you might touch the line every single time in conditioning. But one time, you touch the line and then explode out. Or you've been touching the line all day with your feet and your hands. This time you just touch it with your foot. I'm at your neck. Yeah. You dripped water on the floor when getting a sip during break and you didn't wipe it up with your shoes i'm at your neck yeah like like literally anything that you do i'm going to say something to you and it's for one reason and one reason only and just like you said i don't need no cats in the dog no cats man. in the doghouse what you gonna say back to me you gonna let me punk you all day you gonna allow me to come in this gym and punk you all day what do you think i think is gonna happen if I put you in the game, I or or if I recruit you. Mm. If I go to your coach and I come in practice and I be like, hey, coach. Like, listen, because I want y'all to know this happens. When a coach comes in the gym and he talks to your coach or your AAU coach, hey, coach, I need you to ride him today. I want to see how he going to respond when you ride him. Like, I really need you to just be at him. Like, he might make three in a row. Why are you shooting so many shots? And he your shooter. Pass the ball. Set a screen. Like the other day, I, I, I saw um, a story. Bobby Knight was telling a story about Michael Jordan from that 1984 Olympics, right? And he was just talking about how MJ was the greatest player ever. So he says he, and it's crazy that it just popped in my mind because this is exactly what I want to talk about, what I'm talking about now. He comes into the locker room at halftime. Mike played 12 minutes in the first half. 12 minutes. He had 19 points, 11 rebounds, and nine assists in 12 minutes, right? Comes into the locker room, and he was like, the guy's been perfect. Like, but I can't go in the locker room and say he's been perfect. I got to rip him. So I go in the locker room and say, Mike, you hadn't set a screen 
all day. These guys are working. Everybody's working to get you open. He set a screen. He set a screen. He set a – you're the only person on the court that hasn't set a screen to help your teammate get open. He, that's – the kid got – he got – this is Michael Jordan. He got 19, 9, 19, 9 and 11. It's some crazy numbers in 12 minutes of play in the first half. And he comes out to him. He's like – and they're winning by 29 points. They're up 29 points. It's a blowout. He comes in the locker room. He says, you're not setting – you hadn't set a screen all day. Have you said it? Said Mike looked at him and said, Coach, I have set a screen. Remember you told me I was the quickest player you ever seen in your life? I'm setting them so fast you don't see them. And he was like, and he said he looked at him. And he was like, because he got, Bob Knight said, I got the stat sheet in my hand. Mike got one in his. He said, I look at the stat sheet. I look up at Mike. He was like, because I'm setting them so fast, I'm rolling. That's how I got these nine assists and 19 points. He didn't say nothing about the rebounds, right? But Bobby Knight was like, if he would have sat there and went into a shell because he knows he's playing perfect, we're winning by 30, but I'm talking to him about setting screens. It's like practice. We're talking about, dude, you're talking to me about setting screens. However, he went at him and he came back. He just wanted the back and forth. He just wanted to see if you drop your balls. Yeah, man. He wanted to know if you was gonna drop your balls on him. Right. That's all he wanted to see. You got nineteen. You got nineteen points in twelve minutes, and we're up thirty. I ain't got nothing to say. Because it's an opportunity. Not an opportunity. Because there's be going to come a time in the basketball game. We need you to save us. Mm. It's gonna be tough. Mm-hmm. Everything out here is gonna be tough. Right. And nobody cares about it being tough other than you shining and producing. And winning. Mm-hmm. Everything else doesn't matter. Period. All right. And and I, I can recall several times that coaches do that. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and, and I and I think about at times maybe why we didn't win a state championship at Lanier. Mm-hmm. That is why. Because I remember I remember going in the locker room several times. Lighting it up. Bro. Paint off the wall. For no reason. No reason. Paint off During the wall. During halftime, why are we winning games? And, and 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 nobody was willing at that time to really take the challenge. Some of those upper guys at the time when we were doing that, nobody really accepted that challenge and said, you know what, I got it. Stop. Keyword you just said, and I want people to miss it. Accepted the challenge. Yeah, accepted the challenge. What we saw yesterday in the NBA was guys not accepting the challenge. Yeah, man. Guys not accepting the challenge. What am I referencing? I'm referencing the Minnesota Rudy Gobert, Kyle Anderson thing. Kyle Anderson is challenging Rudy Gobert because he's not on the court doing his job. Yeah. He's telling him, we got guys, he, you see his gesture. He's like, it's guys just laying the ball up at the rim. They finger rolling at the rim. That's your job. Instead of him accepting the challenge, he bucks back. Yeah. That's the issue. A coach wants you to accept the challenge. I don't need you bucking back. Yeah. But that's why Rudy Gobert is Rudy Gobert. He's in the league, but he's Rudy Gobert. He's a super spreader. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. He's, that's what he is. He's a super <laughs> yeah. spreader. But I mean, yeah, man. It's just it's 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 guys better understand. Because it's listen, it's millions of basketball players. And what's so crazy, like you say, because of the internet now, everybody sees how everybody's working out. Everybody see how everybody's training. 
Mm. Everybody see how everybody's dribbling. Right. Everybody see how everybody's shooting. Mm. So a lot of you look exactly the same. All y'all look the same. Exactly the same. Y'all like y'all like y'all like the rap. I told you, man, basketball and the rap game is 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 more intertwined than we give it credit for. And because I think people, a lot of y'all rappers sound the same too. I, and I think I think a lot of these guys are so used to saying rap lyrics and like I say, even looking at guys talking about I'm putting putting it on my back that you don't even believe the words that are coming out of your mouth. You don't. Because the words that are coming out of your mouth are somebody else's. They're not your words. They're not your words. And the game that some of you guys are producing and putting on the court is not your game. Yeah. A couple of reasons. Like you just said, y'all watching guys and everybody look alike. But you got these – I think I'm ready to go back to them now. These punk-ass trainers out here teaching everybody the game the same. Don't y'all know skill-specific training is just that? Skill specific. Like, at some point, you should be getting away from basic ideology of basketball when it comes to you training somebody. If you're not taking what this person does well and improving on that, you don't know what you're doing. And I mean that by saying, Going in the gym, teaching a big to do a James Harden step through. Because that's just how you teach. No, that, that's, your, that's what your focus is for the day. Yeah, that's what your focus yeah, is. Yeah, that's what your focus is for that day. I, I, I'm not even going to give them credit that I, I don't even think they plan out what they do. Yeah. On what they – when we go in the gym, I'm just going to use greedy. And that's, I know that's easy, right? But when we go in the gym with somebody, you love to say this. And you're going to do an evaluation. First. First and foremost. First. Right? Right. I'm going to evaluate where you are. To see what you can and cannot do off the rip. I'm not coming in here. Immediately. <laughs> knowing what I'm going to do with the kid. Right. Prior to training. Right. And here's the thing. After, I, after I've been with you for six months. Right. I should not be doing six months later. What I was doing with you six months ago. Six months ago. True story. We should not be going through the same workouts. Right. Now, can we be brushing up on? Here's my thing: shooting never changes. Yeah. Shooting drills will never change, <laughs> right? Like, 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 it ain't too many two ball dribbles you can do to be creative with, right? Yeah, we don't even really do that. Anymore. We don't, Brian. We like, we do that for e that's like those are younger kids. Yeah, stuff. man. Like we don't. Even do that but my thing is when people like i'm just saying when you come in the gym yeah we're gonna shoot yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? we're gonna shoot we're gonna we're gonna work on shooting we're gonna shoot the three we're gonna shoot the mid we're gonna get it we're gonna finish at the leg we're gonna work on our footwork we're gonna work on we're gonna work on all that stuff but my thing is six months ago if we were working on left hand push finish left hand Six months later, I shouldn't be telling you, hey, you should be finishing with your left hand. Right. We've done that. We've been there, done that. We've been there, done that. But see, I'm going to tell you, can I say something? Go ahead. Hey, man, as you were talking, this is the problem. Trainers are so ready to try to pump the gym up with bodies mm -hmm. and get their money per kid mm -hmm. that they're losing focus of what training is about. Right. Like you said, skill-specific training is that. Mm -hmm. So every kid that comes in the gym on that Monday night shouldn't be doing that move that you're talking about, that James Harden.
go low. But when you watch training on the internet and other places, they'll have a 10 kids in the gym and everybody's doing the same move. Everybody's doing the same move. All right. So when we go to small group training, and I'm giving y'all game, I'm going to give it to y'all because y'all, y'all can't be sold, see me. Not to be can't, told. Can't, can't see me. Yeah, you can't duplicate. You should be teaching the game. Right. Passing, cutting, screening, how to read screens, how to come off screens, how to play D. You see none of that. None of that. You see none of that none. going on when trainers are mic'd up and they're telling you, hey, come this way, close the space, come off that the screen. That makes sense. All of that. Like, you don't see that. Now, if I'm in the gym one-on-one and I got a kid who's high level and he's here and there, I might do some of that. I don't even do some of that. I'll send you to the guy who does do that. Right. I don't do any of that. But I think what's happening is they don't know how to have all the bodies in the gym mm. and make their money. Mm. And, and still teach. And, and still teach and show the parents that they're not stealing. Because really, you're stealing. Because if I got Maggie over here and Bobby over here and Trail over here, all three of these guys shouldn't be in the same line doing the same thing because they don't need the same, what you call it. And I'm not even going to give you credit for being smart enough where, hey, all these guys need this today. No. Once you get into small group training, all of the skill-specific stuff that you're doing needs to go out the window. Out the window. And teaching basketball. And they should be implementing the things that you showed them when you had them in a one-on-one situation that they're pricking up on what you're talking about. God damn. Dog it, Brian, you just gave him a little too much. Man, listen, bro. That is the model of what a trainer should be. And here's the thing. We're not talking about high-level training, right? <laughs> bro, how many high-level kids are really around? Zero. It's none. You know what I'm saying? You start it's talking real, about bro. sixth grade, bro. You're talking about sixth, seventh, eighth None of grade, them are high-level. And a lot of the kids that you guys are training, man, them guys are high-level. No, none of them are. None of them are. You shouldn't be teaching them high-level skills. Secondly. You shouldn't be teaching them high-level skills that your ass can't do yourself. But you, you weren't even. But here's the thing. I ain't talking about can't do now in your grown-up days. Yeah. I'm talking about when you were a player. Never did any of that. You averaged two points a game in high school. But now I woke up, eh, I'm going to go start me an AAU program. I'm going to go get all these kids. Oh, my AAU program. Oh, yeah, I'm, I, I'm, I developed my kids. And parents don't know. Oh, my goodness. I'm going to be honest with you. The last two years, I don't know why it's just like this, but the last two years have shown me how oblivious parents are to this game. It's like this because you're really tapped into the game and you're really out here evaluating kids, really helping to try to give them an opportunity to play at the next level. Right. That's why. That's why. So when you're talking to parents and you're talking to kids and you're looking at the AAU programs that they're involved with or, or not, you realize they have no clue. They have no clue. None. And the thing is, I guess I'm spoiled because I dealt with Greedy my whole life, his whole life. Dealt with him, right? And you're his parent. I'm his uncle. We're the ones talking. So we understand. So I guess I was a little jaded, shaded, whatever the hell the word is I'm looking for, right? I was a little, had had my blinders on a little bit, right? And the thing about that is some of these parents have no clue, right? And for a parent that was probably didn't do anything with athletics coming up. Yeah, didn't do anything. Now they got a child that is good in athletics. They have no clue of what this journey should look like or be like. Yeah, yeah. And they're taking advice from somebody that has no idea what this journey should look like or be like. Right. 
And you're taking that advice because that person woke up yesterday morning and said, I wanted to be a trainer. They ran into you. You know nothing about it. They said some things that you don't understand. You're going to go try it out. They went in the gym. They taught your kid a Euro step. Your kid gets in the game and is on the right hand, on the left side of the floor, dribbling with his right hand and shooting right hand layups on the left side of the floor, but he can do a damn Euro step. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. But that's where we're at with the game. Yeah. So we're trying to educate parents as much as possible to understand what this game entails. And, y'all, please believe me. We say this all the time because it is just that. This is a game. This is a game that you have to play. You have to maneuver the game to win. You have to have strategy in this game to win. So, please, 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 please. I want y'all to stop, trainers. I know we've said this before. Stop. Just stop. If you're going to do group training, good. Go learn from somebody. Please go learn from somebody. Go learn from somebody. Don't be so arrogant that you think you know it all. Because understand, nobody is saying that you might not be a good teacher of the game. Nobody's not saying that you can't help a kid develop their skills. Nobody's saying that. What I'm saying is you don't know how to do it. It's not that you can't do it. You just don't know how. Go learn. From somebody, stop being arrogant inside your own head and feelings, thinking you know and you don't know. You're out here killing guys and girls opportunities to get to the next level. Yeah. Yeah. Secondly, coaches. College coaches. Stop leaning on what your own understanding. <laughs> I mean, go Bible on you, even though yesterday was resurrection day. Stop leaning upon your own understanding, right? Just because you're a Division I college assistant coach doesn't mean you know what the hell you're talking about. Some of you guys didn't play in college, graduated with a degree, got a GA job, was a manager, something, and worked your way up to video coordinator, to basketball operations, to fourth assistant. And now all of a sudden, you are a master evaluator. Now all of a sudden, because you pulled a couple kids off the EYBL circuit, you're all of a sudden a master evaluator. Stop it. Stop it. Keep it 100. You need help. You trying to get to the next level? Get to the next level. But you need help. Stop signing these garbage players. Stop signing these guys who don't deserve these opportunities. Stop signing these guys from off what you saw years ago. Evaluate them from what you see today. What you see, you're only as good as your last game. And some of them hadn't played a game since high school. Ooh. Ooh. So how are you going to say they're willing to play for you? That's all I got to say to you. No, not, not they're willing to play for you. You're willing to let them play for you. You're willing to go get them. You're right. Yeah, you're going to get them. You're going to get them. So, uh, I'm mad. It's just, listen, it's just it's just a different day when it comes to recruiting. Players, make sure you're working. Make sure you're getting the proper work in. Uh, your team, team, make sure you continue to evaluate people that you're saying you're going to bring into your circle. Like you say, trainers, 
Go get some help, man. Go get some help, man. Go go, go run a program, but man, what if what if they're just around bad basketball? So they are going to learn. They're just going to learn bad basketball. So it's just a team full of bad basketball people. We what, just, what, what do you tell that kid? Because what did I, what do I say about trainers? Why the one reason they keep popping up everywhere? Because there's always going to be a willing participant mm-hmm. for that person. Mm-hmm. Kids ain't gonna never stop hooping. You feel what I'm saying? Yep. But I'm not going to go to the, the real trainer that may be $100 an hour. I'm going to go to the bootleg trainer for $15 an hour. Mm. All right? So now I've been $15 an hour for two years. I've been in here, and I, I see kids going from junior high to high school. Still not. Now I went up to 25. Mm. You but the kids still can't shoot a left-hand layup. Yeah. Like, how, how, how you got a kid that you claim you quote-unquote train? Or people say he trains with you. Or people say, and a lot of people, I hope they lying on you. <laughs> I hope, I, hope that, real, I hope they're not doing no sessions with you. They're just trying to name drop. That's the biggest thing that right. I see in this game. Right. Because, you know, we move around. Right. And, and we hear a lot of names. Right. Oh, and, I work out with this guy. And, I work and, out with this and guy. And they're like, hey, yo, we want to get in the gym with you. Okay, cool. Let's get in the gym. I'm going to do an evaluation. And, bro, what is my number one? I'm like, bro, they say they've been with such and such. And the kid can't even jump rope. Can't jump rope. Can't, like, I, I've asked some people. I'm like, man, what, what, what do you do in your training sessions? Like, what are you doing? You know what I'm saying? Like, what? And a lot of times, I'm going to tell you what it is, chill. It's gimmick drills. Man. It's gimmick two-ball drills. It's wall dribbles. But that's what you see on TV. That's yeah. what, I mean, not TV. That's internet. You, the internet. Yeah. That's internet training. Yeah, it's internet training. Like, your man that went to the pad. Yeah, the pad, the step pad. And now every drill is stepping the pad. Like, yeah. oh, <laughs> the pad. What we got going, man? Hey, what about that uh, machine? That, it was a box, and they were uh, jumping over the box. <sighs> Bent, man, like, that's just, but listen, that's, you stealing. <laughs> but you got 20 kids in there doing that. Hey, what about, hey, chill, what about this one? The, um. Uh, the things they put on the backboard, the spots they put on the yeah, backboard, man. and they trying to, you got to spin it with English, and you got to hit like that. It's just a lot going on with the game, man. And like I say, parents are buying into that. That's the crazy part about it. But but everybody wants somebody to be a player too now. And coaches are buying into it also because they're recruiting those kids. Nah, I, I tell you what coaches buying into. Watching coaches at the next, the other level talking – doing things that they doing that may be unconventional that doesn't work at all. At all whatsoever, point blank, period. Like, coaches, please stop doing the Greg Popovich telling you guys to shoot the one-hand free throws. Don't another coach teach another player to do that, ever. Popovich did it with whoever, and it, it worked for him. Quit telling your guys to do that. And if you are being told to do that, drop your balls and say no. I'm not doing that. I'm pushing back on that. That's one of those moments. Coach, I, you brought me here because you know I can do something. Let me do it. Man, leave midseason and go somewhere else, bro. Don't sit there with that. And, and see, that's the problem that I have. It's a lot of coaches at the next level, like you said, that were GAs that shouldn't be in that position. Nope. And nope. now you're out here talking about I'm in the gym with you and you teaching me a bunch of bull. Hey, listen. I just said it. This – He's the fourth assistant, meaning he's the one in the gym throwing the passes. He's the one in the gym working these guys out. That's what training went from. 
And that's what training came from. Guys, you were just the rebounder. You were just the so rebounder. So you, if you notice, there are no more rebounders for real. The, it's a trainer, and he's got rebounders, but now everybody's become the trainer. When mm-hmm. it all started, mm-hmm. when this all started, it was the player in there working on shots, coming off chairs, stepping right, 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 left. Mm-hmm. You rebounded. Yep. They have taken rebounding to training. But listen, Brian, <laughs> those guys that were the fourth, fifth, third, fourth, fifth assistant that wears the rebounders and passers have now become the ones who are content creators. Hey, but you got you got rebounders who are head coaches at Division One programs. <clears throat> guys were rebounders in college. <clears throat> rebounders. And now they're head coaches at Division One programs, and they don't want to listen to you who were the player. The rebounder doesn't want to listen to the player. Yeah, we talking to you. Because he's become a head coach <laughs> at a Division One level. Come on, bro. We talking to y'all, Come matter on, of bro. fact. Come on, bro. Come on, bro. We talking to y'all. Rebounder in you, college. You are a rebounder. Manager. Manager. Equipment guy. Go get my tennis shoes. Period. Now you're a Division One coach, and guys got players, and you don't want to listen to the guy who is a player about a player. Mm. Hey, you can't tell me he ain't wearing his heart on his sleeve. Mm. Mm. Well, there y'all have it, man. We're going to get out of here. I think this was an angry episode. And I told you in the beginning it was going to be angry because I'm mad at y'all. I'm sick of y'all. I'm, I'm tired. Listen, I'm sick with the recruiting that's going on. I'm sick with the AAU basketball that's going on. I'm sick with the coaches who are involved with AAU basketball. I'm sick with the level of basketball that y'all don't know and you're teaching, but then you're going on your platform saying what it is you're offering. And how do you offer that? And it's just, it's just, I don't know. I, I don't know. But I tell you what we need. We need to build an alliance of, of oh, credible. It's back, it's back. It's back. We need to build an alliance of credible guys who start to content create and talk and put information out that people can really stand on. And here's the problem, the reason we can't do that. Because it's the internet. Yeah. It's free reign, baby. Yeah. Anybody can do anything at any time. And a lot of the real ones, it's like it's like they say, we don't feel we need the validation. Nope. So we're not running to every situation posting. Nope. Every training. Nope. Every teaching session. Nope. Count consultation. We tell you nothing. You hear what we talk about on this microphone. Get the game, man. Yeah. Get the game. But, B-Man, let's get up out of here for the day, man. Tell these folks where they can find you on social media. Well, you can find me on Twitter at CoachB334. You can find me on IG at ChillWheel334. You can find me also on my business pages, Eyeball Properties, um, on IG, and Brian Williams underscore SR on um, IG. You can find me on Facebook, Brian Williams Sr. Man, y'all already know, man. You can find me Instagram and Twitter at Eyeball Radio. That's Instagram and Twitter at Eyeball Radio. Also, Instagram and Twitter at underscore Real Talk Tees. And on Instagram and Twitter at Eyeball underscore TDB. And, of course, you can find all my personal tweets on Twitter at Coach underscore Eyeball. And please go to the business page on Instagram at Guard Your Man. Man, listen, me and Chill, we're working, man. We working. So y'all be on the lookout. We got some huge announcements coming up. Chill, even a bigger announcement. I've been forgetting to uh, mention this the last several weeks, right? But 
if I'm not mistaken, bro, if I'm not mistaken, this is episode 97. We are three episodes from 100. Yeah, man. We yeah. are three episodes from 100 episodes, bro. That's big time. That's big time. That's man. big time. That's a lot of work. That's a lot of um, dedication. And ain't no ain't no cats in the doghouse over here, baby. Man, you already know, man. We are grinding. I love that term, man. I, I didn't even. I, I, that was a freestyle. What's that? No cats in the man, doghouse. Man, listen, perfect. When I heard it, I'm like, bro, that's it. That's it, right there. That's it. That's it right there, man. So no cats in the doghouse, man. So uh, chill. Let's get up out of here. Man. Last name Will, first name Chill. Move with a purpose. Move with a purpose, man. And y'all already know they call me Coach because I teach you how to fall. Until next week, we out. Peace. Peace.